Welcome back to the Chat Shit Show, episode 5 today. Today we're talking all about language learning and what goes into learning a language. Um, I'm going to be talking about people enjoying languages in school um, and I'm going to be talking about my experiences with learning a language as well. Now, the audio might sound a little bit different in this podcast to my other episodes and that is because I'm actually recording it from my uni room rather than the studio, because, okay, backstory, yesterday I recorded this podcast episode uh, in the studio, I was happy with the podcast, came back home to edit it, and the audio is so muffled and so, like, loud, and it's just not, it's just not what I wanted, so I decided to record it again today and hope that it's just a bit better than whatever audio I had yesterday, because I'm sorry, that was that was not it, that was really not it, but anyway, I'm going to try and um, cover everything that I covered yesterday, and try and, you know, make the episode as good as possible, even though I've actually done it already, um, which is annoying, but I'm going to try my best, I really am going to try my best, so, language learning, Um, I'm going to tell you a bit about my backstory with learning a language, so, I first learned a language in primary school, um, we had like a French lesson, I think once a week or once every two weeks, and I remember nothing about French, I remember no French, I remember nothing, nothing at all, I don't even remember the lessons, I don't remember what teacher I had, I literally couldn't tell you a thing, um, so that was when I was first exposed to like learning a language, and I think it's the same for most people, most people in primary school, but after that, my next experience with learning a language was in secondary school and in secondary school um, my school only offered Spanish which wasn't great because most schools used to offer German, French and Spanish um, in secondary school but mine did not but anyway so we all had to do Spanish and I just remember everyone literally dreading the lesson, everyone hating it, no one enjoying it, like the subject at all but then I remember doing the lesson and I was like, do you know what? I kind of like this. I like this subject. So I carried on studying Spanish for the next two years after that, alongside everyone in my school, until it was the time to pick um, our GCSEs. Now, I don't remember this very clearly, actually, but I just remember really enjoying my Spanish lessons and really, like, just feeling like I was actually quite good at it as well. So I was just like, do you know what? I'll pick Spanish. And I did. And then ever since then, like every next step of my life, for some reason, somehow I've picked Spanish as well. Like, don't get me wrong. I really do enjoy the subject. I like it and I'm good at it, but I'm not in love with it. Like I don't love, love it all the time because don't get me wrong. There's times where it brings me to tears and I hate it and I want to rip all my books up. And it's just strange to me that I've picked it every single time that I had the opportunity to because I'm not completely in love with it. I'm really not, but it just seems to stick with me. And it's just one of them things that I can't give up. Like something in me just won't let me give it up because I've been doing it for so long. Like I've been doing it for eight years now, eight whole years. That's that's a long time to be studying something. And you'd think eight years down the line, you'd be fluent, no, 
I'm not fluent by any means. Like, I am nowhere near fluent. I'm at that point where I can, like, understand things, but I don't know. I feel like no one really knows when they're fluent. I feel like people might be a bit confused by that, but I really don't think people are aware when they're fluent. Because, obviously, when learning a language, there's four different sections. There's reading, there's writing, there's listening, and there's speaking. Um, For me, writing is the easiest, because you can be the most creative and you can just jot down everything that you remember basically um so for me writing's not that bad i quite like writing um then we've got reading reading is kind of in the middle for me reading's one of them things it's a bit of a hit or miss because when you're reading a text in your target language obviously mine being spanish um you won't, you're not going to understand every word you're not going to understand every word at all. And if there's one word that you don't quite understand, you can kind of figure it out by the sentence. You can kind of get the gist of the text, even if you don't know a couple of the words. Um, so it works sometimes. But then if you really can't figure it out, reading can kind of really stump you because you can't you can't figure it out. It's one of the things where if you don't know it, you don't know it. And then we've got um, listening, which is my worst my worst one because Spanish people talk at the speed of lightning first of all and again it's one of them things where you can listen to the audio as many times as you like but in your brain if you don't hear the right thing the first time you're just going to be hearing the same thing over and over again like what you're hearing isn't going to change so if you don't understand the first time then you're probably not going to understand the second time it's always worth a try to keep listening and try and understand, but it's probably not going to work. And that's what I find with listening. Like, it's just not my strong point by any means. And then the last one, we've got speaking. Now, speaking is the one that everyone dreads. Everyone dreads their speaking because, you know, you've got to speak it. You've got to use your accent. You've got to use everything you can. And it's one of them things where when you're speaking, if you lose your flow in your target language, then you've lost it. Whereas in English, we use so many filler words to the point where if I'm talking and if I kind of lose where I am a little bit, lose my flow, I can just bring it back quite easily, just using a couple filler words and just bringing it back. One, because I know the language, and two, because the English language is weird in the fact that we have a million and one words that just fill up the middle of a sentence. Me and my boss at work the other day were actually talking about this because I had a speaking exam the other day and I was talking to her about it and I was saying this exact thing. Like, when you're speaking in target language, you lose your flow and you can't get it back. And then she was like, yeah, actually, I understand because, like, in English, we just use so many tiny words in the middle of our sentences. Like, I want you guys now to listen to this podcast, yeah, go and have a conversation with someone and think about how many times you use the word like. How many times you go, um, you know what I mean? I do it as well. I do it all the time. I always go, um, um, and I always say like, because that's just what this language is about. Whereas in other languages, stuff like that doesn't really exist. So like I said, speaking exams in Spanish for me, I can't really bulk it out with all the tiny words because they don't exist but anyway so I mentioned that I chose Spanish for my GCSEs now 
Spanish GCSE was really fun. I really, really enjoyed it because I had a teacher that I loved. I was in a class of mostly girls and most of us were all good friends and it was just really good vibes and obviously it was Spanish so I enjoyed it. Um, But when I got to A-level, I realised how much Spanish I didn't actually know. If you know what I mean, well, I'm not sure. Maybe that's the wrong kind of explanation. Because I definitely, I'm not saying I didn't learn anything at GCSE, of course I did. But I think when you get to A-level in a language, you realise how much more content there is and how much more you can learn. Because the jump from GCSE Spanish to A-level Spanish was huge. Like in GCSE, we did topics like the online world and things like that. Whereas in A-level, the topics we did were a lot more political and there was a lot more history in the topics. So I learned so much more stuff in that kind of sense. Whereas the grammar side of things was kind of the same for GCSE and A-level. You know, the grammar doesn't change. Grammar in a language is concrete. It doesn't move. It doesn't change. So that was okay. Um, And... But I think, obviously, that massive jump from GCSE to A-level, it seems very, very daunting. And it can be, like, really overwhelming, the massive step of just... Because GCSE, like I said, you're mainly just doing the grammar. You're mainly just learning the words. Whereas A-level, you dive deeper into history, politics, and debates, things like that. So, it's a big jump. But... As someone who went on to do Spanish in uni as well, I'm so glad that that GCSE to A-level jump exists because in uni, so I do a Spanish and media degree, so half of my degree is Spanish. Now, my Spanish modules that I do are Spanish 1, which is just grammar and vocab and language. I also do modern Latin American history, which is in the title, you know, Latin American history. And then I also do literature in Spanish. Now, I've been exposed to these kind of things already because of A-level. So in A-level, we studied a book, uh, which was La Casa de Bernarda Alba. Sorry, it's not a book, it's a play. Um, That means Bernarda's house in uh, English, if you wanted to know. And then we also studied a film, which was Volver, which means to go back or to return. And I'm glad we did these things and I'm glad it's in the curriculum because... In uni, I am doing another play, which is Boras de Sangre, which means Blood Wedding. And we're not doing any films, but it's nice to have that behind me. I know how to watch a Spanish film. I know, you know, the kind of gist of things and I can understand it. And again, Spanish books, Spanish plays, I've been exposed to them already. So I feel more at ease when learning them at uni. And one thing I wanted to mention, actually, when learning a language, no matter what language you're learning, watch films and read books and read news articles and things like that. Read anything in that language. It could be on any topic. It literally doesn't matter. But just read and listen and just expose yourself to the language more because you'd be really surprised by how much you can learn just by immersing yourself in the language and exposing yourself to it. So if you're learning a language, watch your favourite Netflix show in that language because 
you don't need to know what's going on you don't need to understand because you've probably already watched it but just put the your target language subtitles on or something or just listen to the audio in your target language because it makes you really understand more and it really gets gets you to grips with the language a lot more um and another thing I wanted to mention with language learning is I think for me out of any language that I've ever not language out of any topic or subject that I've ever studied I think languages has been the language where I feel like I know the most about the world you might not know what I mean but what I mean is I'll explain what I mean is so say let's take maths for example I did maths a level I did a maths GCSE like everyone else and I have not used any of that stuff since and I'm sure you can agree with that because who uses maths anyway unless you're doing it at uni unless your job entails using maths no you probably don't use it you're not using Pythagoras theorem on the daily no you're not whereas language learning no I'm not speaking Spanish every day no I'm not actually using the language every day but I've learned things in Spanish that just make me feel like a genius <laughs> in certain situations. They just make me feel like I know so much more. And I'll give you an example. I think it was about a year, two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago, I was in the cinema with my friends. I don't even remember what we were watching. I literally have no idea. But there was one scene in this film where someone had dropped some salt and then this character in the film picked up a bit of the salt and chucked it over their left shoulder. And obviously we're all in the cinema watching. And then I I realised what's just happened and I was like, oh my god. Just chucked salt over his left shoulder. And obviously my friends in the cinema were like, Grace, what the hell are you on about? And I was like, no, you don't understand. I learnt this in Spanish. Let me tell you what I learnt. So, in Spanish culture, it's known to be bad fortune or bad luck if you drop salt but if you chuck it over your left shoulder it's meant to cancel out that bad fortune it's meant to cancel out that bad destiny because you know that whole idea of like the angel and the devil on your shoulder the devil is said to sit on your left so if you chuck salt over the devil onto the devil over your left shoulder it cancels out the bad luck because you're throwing salt at the devil so yeah that's one cool thing I learned. So that's what I mean by languages make me feel like a genius. Languages make me feel like I'm really smart because I could be in any day-to-day situation and I could see something or read something or hear something and I'd be like, oh my God, I learned that. I learned that in Spanish. It's really weird. Like It's just, it's very, very weird. And another way in which I feel very smart because I kind of know another language is when I go on holiday Now, I don't go on holiday to Spain. I think I've only ever been once, and that was when I was little. But, actually, let me me change what I'm saying here. Not necessarily on holiday, but just out in general. Let's say to a restaurant, to a bar, to, I don't know, literally anywhere, to a club or whatever. There might be wines on the menu, or like things on the menu somewhere. And I'd understand what they are. And other people might not because they're in Spanish. And yeah, I don't don't know. I just feel like in my day-to-day life, I use it. I use my language skills a lot more than you think. 
And I think it's, obviously I mentioned that I've been doing Spanish for eight years, a very, very long time, nearly half my life I've been learning Spanish. And like I said, I'm not fluent. I'm not fluent at all. But I feel like I've developed another side to my brain. (laughs) I actually feel like I've developed another side to my brain because I'll be like just doing my day-to-day tasks. I might be in the shower. I might be hoovering my bedroom or something, something stupid, literally just day-to-day tasks and I'll start thinking in Spanish, like, my brain, I swear, it goes into Spanish mode, and it's really weird, like, you know when you have thoughts in your head, or, like, you know sometimes when you plan a conversation in your head, or you plan an argument in your head, I sometimes do that in Spanish, or, like, I'll just be walking around, and I'll just look at a house, and then I'll think of all the words I can think of to do with a house in Spanish, and I'm quite proud of that, I'm quite proud of that because to me that's quite cool so with my language learning I feel like I've unlocked a lot more space in my brain I really have and I do think that's due to the fact that I've been doing it for so long and that I've been exposed to it for so long but I also think it's because I put in the effort to learn it because I enjoyed it and language learning to me is actually really fun that sounds really like language learning is so fun no I actually do enjoy it because I think obviously languages is like the center of the world you know it's how we communicate it's how people go about their life therefore there's so much content and so many ways you can learn a language like we've got so many apps these days so many dictionaries online and so much stuff you can use to learn a language and I wanted to talk about a few of these actually I think the obvious app that people use to learn a language is Duolingo. I'm actually not a fan of Duolingo. I don't know if that's because, you know, I know the basic language already. But I feel like Duolingo, to me, is just very much like simple sentences and you're not really learning much about the culture or the language itself. You're quite literally just learning words and translations, which is good, but it's not great. So, I don't know, Duolingo for me is a little bit, mm, not sure. But what I do like that Duolingo makes is their podcasts. Duolingo make podcasts. And I think that's a lot more effective because you're listening to their language. You're listening to the content, which to me is a lot more beneficial. Um, for Spanish itself, I use Spanish Dict, which stands for Spanish Dictionary. That is my holy grail, my saving grace my literal hero Spanish Dict I have it downloaded on my laptop and on my phone and I use it quite literally every day talk about every day Spanish Dict actually they send me an email every day and it's like a word of the day let me find what today's is oh it's right here okay today's word on Spanish Dict that got emailed to me is la suerte which means luck So if you want to say good luck in Spanish, you say buena suerte. And I think that's beautiful. So yeah, Spanish Dict is a great one for Spanish. And I'm sure others, like other versions exist for other languages. You just got to find them. Um, Another thing I find really useful, I don't have a specific one, but conjugation apps. If you don't know what conjugation is, I'll explain. It's basically, so you know in English where there's so many tenses... You have the past tense, the future tense, the present tense, 
they're the main three, but when you learn a language, you'll realise that there's a lot more tenses than just those three. There are so many. I actually have a piece of paper stuck on my wall in my uni room. I'm looking at right now with all the tenses, and I can see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen tenses there, and I'm pretty sure there's some more that I've missed off. So yeah, tenses. So conjugations in another language. Conjugations don't really exist in English, but so in Spanish, if you want to say I walk, you have to have the verb walk and then the conjugation of I, and it changes the word. Um, So conjugation apps are really, really useful. Again, there's so many out there that you can find, and yeah, they're really good. But I know I've been talking about, like, obviously learning a language and using all of these tools that are available to learn a language, but I keep saying the fact that I'm not fluent, which I'm not, and sometimes this gets me a little bit down a little bit, a little bit, because I think to myself, oh my god, I've been doing this for eight years, why do I not know everything? And language learning can be one of them things where you feel like you're getting absolutely nowhere. It can you can really hit roadblocks with roadblocks. I didn't say roadblocks like the game. I said road blocks. Like you can you can hit a wall when you're learning languages a lot because you just feel like you're not getting anywhere. But you'd be surprised how much you know. Even just learning for a month, you'd be surprised how much you know and how many things that you've learnt. It just takes time to really recognise how far you've got with the language. It really does. And it's taken me... I don't think I felt comfortable that I knew Spanish or comfortable in my Spanish. I don't think I felt comfortable in my Spanish learning until probably about two years ago. I'd say sixth form was when I really felt comfortable with what I knew about Spanish and what I knew about the culture. And that I was proud of what I knew. Um, yeah, so I'd say sixth form, which was a year, two years ago now. So just give it time. It's one of them things that really, really takes time. And it takes you a long time to figure out when you're there or when you get there. But trust the process. Trust the process. Now, in this episode, like all my other episodes, I have asked some questions on Instagram. Now, I didn't get many replies this week, and I think that's because I asked, like, three questions at a time. Um, let me go onto it and see what people have said. Okay, 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 okay. Here we go. Oh, no, that's not it. Okay, here we go. So, I asked... Uh, on Instagram, I said, do you speak more than one language? If you do, what languages do you speak? Then I said, do you want to learn a new language and what language? And then I said, did you enjoy languages in school? So I've asked like three questions there. Um, so I'm not surprised that not many people answered because I've asked a lot. But I've got some replies to read out. Someone has said, I did French A-level. I love French in general and the language. I feel so girl boss when I speak it. But I do think that learning at school is a completely different experience, though. Yes, I 100% agree. I have the exact same opinion. Because, like I've said, I did Spanish A-level, you did French A-level, 
they follow the same format, just a different language. Um, you feel so garbos when you speak it. Yes, me too. It's a very rewarding subject. It's a very rewarding thing to be able to speak a language and to be able to converse in a language and to be able to just understand a language. And yeah, you feel so garbos. You feel so genius. But then you said you do think that learning at school is a completely different experience. It is. It is a completely different experience. Because, like I said, in school, you're learning the words, you're learning greetings, you're learning fruits and vegetables, you're learning numbers 1 to 10. But when you actually learn at A-level, you learn more history, you learn more politics, you learn more actual content that has some mass to it. Okay, someone said, yes, Spanish was literally one of my favourite languages, I wish I could speak more languages. I'm trying to learn Mandarin at the moment, but it's actually really hard, but I'm trying at least. Congrats to you for learning Mandarin, first of all. That takes some balls to learn that kind of language, because that is difficult. I've never learned Mandarin in my life, but I know that that, that is tough. So good luck with that. Keep going. Don't give up. And you said Spanish was one of your favourite languages. Yes. Spanish for life. Big up Spanish. And you said you wish you could speak more languages. I really praise people who want to speak more languages than they already do because obviously I technically speak two, English and Spanish, you know, but I don't think I want to ever learn any more because I have this thing, right? I have this thing where, because I've been learning Spanish for so long and it's been a part of my life for so long, I feel like I can't cheat on the language, so I don't, like, I don't want to learn anymore because I feel like I'd be cheating on Spanish. Like, I can't just turn around now and start learning Italian or something. Because then I'd be cheating on Spanish. I don't know. That's just my mindset. But if you want to learn more languages, go for it. Do it. Like I said, I really praise people who learn more than one language at once. Because it gets so confusing. Learning two languages at once. Like, you're surely just going to have so many moments where you just cross the languages over and just say the wrong thing in the wrong language, no? But go for it. Go for it, my queen. Now, we've got one more response. And it says, wanna learn German, my dude? And then it says something in German. Now, obviously, like I said before, I recorded this podcast yesterday. So I saw this response yesterday. And after they've said, my dude, they have said something in German. And I don't know what this says. Well, I do now, but I didn't yesterday. So for the podcast that I recorded yesterday, I put it into Google Translate and I played it for the podcast. But obviously you didn't hear that because the podcast got deleted because the episode audio was awful. So I'm going to play it to you again and pretend that I never did this already. Hold on. Let me get it up. Let me get it up for you. This is exactly what I did yesterday. So let me read it for you again. So this person has said, I want to learn German, my dude. And then they've said this. Ich liebe dich. Yes. Which means... I love you. I love you. Thank you, first of all. I love you too. You know who you are. Your German seems pretty good so far. So carry on learning your German. Learn it. Because learning a language is incredible. It's cool. It's fun. And there's like no other subject like it. 
so I'd recommend just doing it or just doing it like on the side like if you're a uni student there's so many opportunities where you can just like pick up a language at like any point in your degree I don't know if it's just my uni where it's quite common but I know so many people that have just like picked up languages um so there's always that option if you wanted to do that um but if you're not at uni then like watch youtube videos and just start exposing yourself to the language that you want to learn and then build it up from there go on the conjugation apps go on the dictionary apps and just have fun with learning it because it's a fun subject i think it's a fun subject anyway but it's one of them it's like you know in maths when you get a question right when you get like a 10 marker right and you just tick every single step of your work and it just is satisfying and it just works that's what language learning is like for me that's really what it's like for me because it's like satisfaction achievement and i'm just i'm just a big a big fan of it but anyway i think i've covered everything i wanted to in this episode episode five that's quite crazy you know i've been doing this for five weeks thank you to everyone who is an avid listener of the chat shit show spread the word about the podcast spread the word get people listening um and yeah all the usual stuff follow the instagram if you don't already it's at chatshitshow.pod follow the podcast on spotify and apple podcasts leave a review on apple podcasts and rate the podcast five stars on spotify rate it five stars and no lower because that's rude um and also on spotify like i mentioned last episode and i think the episode before there's now going to be a poll or a q a at the bottom of every episode so if you just click on the episode on spotify scroll down there'll be a little question or a poll for you to answer on every episode now so get involved with that and yeah let me know what you want to hear send me a dm on instagram let me know what you want to hear what topics you want me to discuss and i will see you all next wednesday um i know i said that last week but obviously this is going out on thursday because of my technical issues yesterday again i do apologize for that and i hope the audio in this episode is a lot better than what i recorded yesterday i'm really hoping um but yeah that's all from me Have a good day, have a good week, and I will see you next Wednesday with another episode of The Chat Shit Show.